I'm here with the uh, I'm here with the with the lawyers. Y'all just legal approved. I'm here just as much for you as I am. Okay. Did you see anybody touch me? Because if you didn't, you're yeah, lying. Yeah, yeah. They were bumping into me and they are keeping I'm me here as a legal observer. You know I can walk field. on the sidewalk, right? You can walk anywhere you want. I don't have any... Okay, I, can you... I'm here as a legal observer. I'm here just to... I'm really like... I'm not even joking. Else. Like, felt a little bit threatened bumping into a couple of I'm here as a legal tonight. observer. I'm here just as much for your rights as anyone else's. Okay? Alright. He's bumping into me. I'm trying to I'm, walk straight. I'm, I'm trying observer. to walk straight. I'm here to observe. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Really, I'm really trying to just really walk am. straight to this point. I, I can, I don't have any can I get to right here? Sir, I don't have any control. But you're a lawyer here to enforce what? I am not, Fairness I'm not on one side? Anyone. I'm not enforcing anything. I'm observing. To make sure you don't have a notepad. You don't have a laptop. You don't have any official records with you. Do you have a name? Are you public? It's a one-party state. I don't need your permission in New Mexico on a public ground. I look this up, I know, I'm not I mean, silly. It's so much easier to watch you if you're standing right here, so this is so much better. Cool. I just don't want people to touch me. I should be able to walk in a straight I'm line, a but this I'm is like, look, they're, they're squaring up, they have their hands. So what's the deal here? <clears throat> I'm trying to record you guys, get as good of a shot as I can. You guys are aggressive, yelling. There's not any other voices out here tonight, so I just want to be one voice. That's my point. Welcome, 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 everybody, to The Cosmic Show. It is your host, The Cosmic Rodder, on my secondary show. Everybody, give me that like, comment, that share, subscribe. We have a stream that I hope stays up longer than I expect it to, but hopefully it's going to go ham on Twitter. You can follow me at FreeJerry88, all lowercase, on Twitter in case the YouTube stream goes south. But, you know, we're navigating the bands. We're talking about important things. We got... A very insane story. I tried to Google this, guys. I tried to Google the headlines, and Google told me the results were changing quickly around this News Punch article. The one that people are trying to say might be fake about the WEF. It's bonkers. It's <laughs> you can't make this up. I found a video from the People's Voice that's put up on Rumble. We'll go through the article. I want everybody to weigh in whether you guys think this is a uh, a fake article or not. I mean, everything they cite in the video is pretty much verified, except for the research paper that was rumored to be presented at Davos. And obviously, we cannot um, confirm what happens at da Davos. Nobody can. Not even Luke Rakowski. It's amazing. But we also will talk about Damar Hamlin. Okay. I don't know what's happened to him. All I know is from my research the last person to dive in an instance like this would be this hurt was somebody in 1971 back in the day we could smoke and drink on the sidelines and peter mcculloch has some questions on what happened to damar hamlin but let's go ahead and get into the story um like comment share subscribe let's present this this might trigger some people guys i don't know if it's um like i said i couldn't quite verify all the facts but i know google wouldn't help me with this World Economic Forum declares pedophiles will save humanity. That's a quote. A controversial initiative being promoted in the corridors of power by Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum in Davos is said to have families and anyone who cares about children up in arms. The World Economic Forum is now calling for the decriminalization of sex with children. 
argument that laws against age gap love, more commonly known as pedophilia, violate human rights. Rather than being a scourge, the pedophilia epidemic that is sweeping the world is actually nature's gift to humanity, according to Klaus Schwab, whose World Economic Forum has declared that peas are being created by nature in increasingly large numbers for a reason. I want to quit saying the word. According to a research paper presented at the WEF in Davos, the pea phenomenon represents nature's attempt to cleanse the earth and save humanity from itself. Minor attractive people, or MAPs, are far less likely to produce large numbers of offspring, according to academic data. The so-called underage people they have so-called relationships with are statistically less likely to go and become heads of large families themselves. Let's watch the video. A controversial initiative being promoted in the corridors of power by Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum. Go ahead and chime in in the chat, everybody. Families and anyone who cares about children. Cheers. The World Economic Forum is now calling for the decriminalization of sex with children, arguing laws against age gap love, more commonly known as paedophilia, violates human rights. Rather than being a scourge, the paedophilia epidemic that's sweeping the world is actually nature's gift to humans. They're winning, Ivor. According to Klaus Schwab, whose World Economic Forum has declared that pedophiles are being created by nature in increasingly large numbers for a reason. According to a research paper presented at the WEF in Davos, the pedophile phenomenon represents nature's attempt to cleanse the earth and save humanity from itself. Minor attracted... John Arch says something. Let's see what he says. The numbers of firing line targets aren't growing. They're the same number of butcherable degenerates. They just have rich friends helping them. I like that take. Ivor says too many elites want this. Ivor seems to think there's a serious problem in England about this. We we chat the DMs once in a while, and he has he has some really he has a lot of good takes, man. I have to say, even though he thinks my Russia take is shit, I understand. Yeah, a lot of things I say are shit, but I'm like the Alex Jones, like you know, I'll take the sixty or seventy percent. Right. People are far less likely to produce large numbers of offspring, according to academic data. And the so-called underage people they have so-called relationships with are statistically less likely to go on and become heads of large families themselves. This appeals to the WEF and their vision of destroying the family Ooh, unit. Ooh, Ivor-based. We have a really good article I'm going to read by Delano Squires right after this. But Ivor says, once middle-class women sacrifice their children... It's over. We're going to see a massive pushback in this in our lifetime, I believe. I know some people probably disagree with me on this, but I think the pendulum might swing one day. That's pretty That's pretty sad to think it's about. And depopulating the earth. The WEF, which has ordered mainstream media to begin pushing the narrative, wants to introduce an international policy that will require the majority of countries to decriminalize or at the very least relax their laws against pedophilia. The New York Times, always at the forefront of the globalist agenda. I tried to find this article and it's behind a paywall. I apparently have shared too many New York Times articles this last month, Um, but this article does exist. Um, 2014. I also had another one from 2021 about uh, German foster parents from a New Yorker. So I just want to point this out. This is in mainstream media. This is no surprise to anybody in the know. We follow this on this channel ever since the very, very beginning. And where are you, Eliza Blue? Just very curious that you have nothing to say on this ever. But let's continue on with the video. It, it's 
It's right in front of our eyes with the Franklin scandal, Epstein. Epstein was a big slap in the face to everybody who pays attention. Ran an op-ed arguing that paedophilia is not a crime. According to the Times, civil rights protections must be extended to paedophiles. Without legal protection, a paedophile cannot risk seeking treatment or disclose his status to anybody for support. What a not shame. to be outdone, CNN countered with an article proclaiming that paedophiles are not monsters or social deviants living in the shadows. According to CNN, it's high time for society to update its image of pedophiles. CNN followed up this article with an even more explicit... Look at all the sites they're dropping. CNN and the New Yorker, <laughs> New York Times, and Ivers says the kids aren't taking themselves to drag shows. ...basic call for sympathy. Rather than considering child molesters the lowest so of the low, say- we should reach out to them and seek to understand them. Because according to CNN, one cannot Put him choose against the to wall. be a pedophile. The psychologist Jesse Bering, author of Perv, The Sexual Deviant and All of Us, also urges the reader to sympathize with child molesters, writing that people with pedophilia aren't living their lives in the closet. They're externally hunkered down in a panic room. Salon also got in on the act, urging us to meet pedophiles who mean well. And the BBC, which famously spent <laughs> Wait, decades... Wait, Salon was advocating for people to um to get along with pedophiles that mean well can we just see this again empathize with child molesters writing that people with pedophilia aren't living their lives in the closet they're externally hunkered down in a panic room salon also got in on the act urging us to meet pedophiles who mean well and the bbc which no, spent decades covering up for britain's most- yeah i'll meet them in the prison cell as you know, you know what? I will meet them very much like the person, the last person that met Epstein. I'll meet them in that same manner. It's notorious <laughs> pedophile Jimmy Savile also wants us to think. Oh positively no! About- Don't say Jimmy Savile, bro. You're going to get everybody canceled. Why? People's voice is based. The new generation of pedophiles. Make no mistake, a coordinated attempt is underway to present pedophilia as harmless. What is going on? The media are presenting us with a classic case of the Overton window. According to the political oh scientist God. Joseph Overton. We're going to cover this in the next article I'm going to read by Delano Squires. Shout out Delano Squires. There is a window within which there are ideas considered acceptable by society, tolerated, therefore, even by those who do not share them. Ideas outside this window are considered extremist and not accepted in public debates. From this Overton window idea, there has been a move to theorize how an idea that is currently radical can succeed in becoming accepted by society or even become popular policy. It is a scale of perceptions whereby one goes from seeing an idea as unthinkable to seeing it as radical, then acceptable, then popular, and at that point translated into practice by politics. According to the global elite in Davos, it's time for mainstream society... Paulo Ferrer, just uh, Ferrer, whatever you, however you pronounce it, this is his dirty, wet dream. This is John Money. This is all those bastards of the Weimar Republic that came to our academic institutions and exported this out to the West. Or it's even been argued that we exported out to Europe and brought it back here. But very strange happenings in the world since Woodrow Wilson and Weimar Germany in terms of the, I would just say the degeneration of American culture. To catch up with them and relax the outdated social taboo against pedophilia. 
And what better way to change society's morals than by brainwashing the children? Just this week, Klaus Schwab was caught bragging about how the World Economic Forum has completely infiltrated education systems in many countries. According to Schwab, if children are exposed to WEF ideology at a young enough age, they can be completely indoctrinated. We put emphasis on what I said before. Oh, shit. Klaus, we got Klaus speaking himself on this video, man. I think this is why Google is hiding it. This is a little bit more legit than we thought, right? Oh, my goodness. Public-private partnerships. What a terrifying story. So when we define a, a project like our global educational initiative, I, I just describe it in a, in, a, in a second. We have under the leadership of Cisco and many other companies, practically all the big names, we, we try Thong to revolutionize the educational system of uh, Jordan, Egypt, um, and now Burundi. Um, but- Burundi is one of the hottest conflict zones in the world. Expect your coffee to go up astronomically the next five years. And the best coffee comes from Burundi, in my opinion, as a former barista. I Working together with the local uh, authorities, um, we work also together with UNESCO, not only to equip the schools, but to put uh, to retrain the teachers, to put the new curriculum. Yeah, I'm anti-MAGA now, John. So we work together with the, we accompany those companies. We, we do not. So I'm low-key embarrassed. To the Clinton Initiative, which mainly, um, um, and which is a good thing, which asks companies. Well, Ivor... I have to push back here a little because Judaism is a matrilineal descended religion. So I think there's some um, room for agreement here between John and Ivor for really being fair about it. Where is yay? To pledge some money to make a commitment and some to come back and to report. Uh, we are with the initiative or from the beginning what a great video. Uh, to the end. They have infiltrated the schools, plotting the straight at our children. And we already know they have infiltrated the cabinets. Governments across the world, operating under the control of the World Economic Forum, are waging war on our children. Klaus Schwab's young global leaders are systematically attempting to normalize people and decriminalize <clears throat> sex with children across the world. In Jacinda Ardern's far-left New Zealand, a judge declared that 12-year-old children can consent to sex with adults. Dude, you what the fuck co- is up with the people's news? What are they doing? How do I get on there? I could do this guy if I dressed up fancier. I think I, think I could be him. Correctly. The case in question featured a 45-year-old man whose defense centered on the claim that his 12-year-old victim wanted it. I know she was a child, but the way she came to me was like a mature woman. I refused her, but she kept coming back to Fucking, me. Where's she Daniel truly at? wanted to do this, the 45-year-old said the child who was just 12 years old at the time. In the final days of the trial, Judge Ewicker addressed the issue of consent for a person under 16. Legally, a person under 16 cannot give consent for charges of indecent acts. Therefore, as a jury, all you need to decide is if the indecent acts took place, he said. Then came the kicker. The judge told the jury, but as for sexual intercourse, a person under 16 can give consent. You need to consider whether or not the consent was given based on the evidence you have. Welcome to Klaus Schwab's New Zealand. 
But wait until you hear what's happening in France. Emmanuel Macron was re-elected oh. as president last year oh. in an election. Something's always happening in France with fucking little kids in their freaking booty holes. It's not fair. Where's Roman Polanski? We want him brought on charges in America. And widely regarded as suspects. It's perhaps no Dude, Daniel is big mad at me. We're probably not even friends anymore over the Eliza Blue thing. I'm not even lying, John Arch. Just so everybody knows. Um, if you guys can reach out to him, he's really big mad about it. And um, I don't know. I think that's what he's doing. He's also trying to take the high road. And he thinks he has a high road on us podcasters that he's also one of Klaus Schwab's young global leaders and France is also normalizing pedophilia. President Macron's government voted against having an age of consent in France in 2018, becoming one of the first nations to the route into pressure of from an international cabal determined to decriminalize sex with children across the world. This means federal law in France has no legal age of consent and adults who have sex with children of any age will not be prosecuted for rape if the child victim is unable to prove violence, threat, duress, or surprise. The draft bill against sexual and gender-based violence. So John, um, Daniel Clancy claims to be best friends with Eliza Blue. And Daniel Clancy has like 300 Twitter follows or less. They both message each other back and forth. And it's very weird. And he got mad at my criticism over her. And he was just like, you know, man, don't at me over this, bro. This is like harassment. And I'm like, wait, I thought you were in favor of like Elon Musk and Liza Blue's new Twitter. But as soon as you start coming at them, they start trying to pretend to be triggered. So, so, um, Daniel Clancy got low key triggered by my Eliza Blue video. And I stand by that. He's welcome to, um, He's the biggest simp I've ever came across on Twitter for Eliza. I'm not even joking. Go back and look at my mentions. I'm telling you. Ever since he's Australian and good looking, American woman melt down. He's also very sick, apparently. So <laughs> you got to get that shit in order because American women don't like that, bro. <laughs> like you can be jabbed, but don't <laughs> don't act like you were jabbed. <laughs> I'm sorry, Daniel. I love you deep down. Quit simping for Eliza, dude. It's embarrassing. You're like a Britney Venti simp. It's almost that kind of level. Known as the Schiappa Law, was signed into law by the French Parliament on the 3rd of August, sparking outrage in France as parents and children very bad. accused Macron's government of betraying the nation's like, children. I thought I was the bad. The lack of an age of consent. Like, places- I thought I was bad, and I would totally fuck her, and like, not even, like, not even lie about it like all the red flags people who know me know i go for red flags oh yeah i would hate fuck the shit out of her no doubt josh says how's my virgin ass not sit them wait are you really a virgin i mean i'm not even like shaming but we gotta fix this like 40 year old virgin status we can't arrange this bro Dude, come to Albuquerque one night. Your nights, your night would be, your night would be made. <laughs> Eliza or Brittany? Oh, uh, Brittany Venti for sure. I love half black girls, and I'm not even lying. That's a thing for me. 
it's a thing for me. I like black girls. I've actually been, <laughs> you guys wouldn't believe this if I told you, but I've been on equal numbers of uh, dates with black girls and white slash Mexican girls this last year. Black girls seem to like me physically, but once they find out what I'm about, they're like, oh, you don't like Biden? Eh. Get out of here. That's kind of what it's like. John says, cause yeah, this talk like months ago. Yeah, I forgot. Are you kidding me? So much has happened. Life is crazy, dog. We just got to hang out one day and just, yeah, we got to have a podcast convention out in Oklahoma or like Tucumcari. It would be in between like Jack and I. So somewhere in like, you know, it could even be like Kansas City. I'm down for Kansas City or Denver. It's okay, John, dude. I was a failure virgin until I was almost 21. And to be honest, like my body, I'll, I'll like disclose my body count. It's seven. It's not that high, but seven's a good number. It's a lucky number. You know, you never know. You never know what's going to happen. Let's go ahead and fucking keep watching this. There's millions of children in serious danger of sexual abuse in France, according to child protection officials. If anything, that's an understatement. But should they be surprised? Like Jacinda Ardern of New Zealand, Macron is one of Klaus Schwab's young global leaders. I always they feel bad about my seven. I'm like, that shit should be like 30. Of course, the mainstream media is complicit in its silence. They too have been infiltrated by the World Economic Forum, and they'll try to counsel you if you dare speak out against any of these issues. According to the mainstream media in 2020, obesity is healthy, experimental vaccines are not causing people to kill over and die, and abortion is love. Wait, George Orwell warned us about these times. Hold on. Time out, John Arch. When is your birthday? I really want to know this, dude. My birthday's in June also. I want to know. I want to know this before we continue. We're going to hold up the whole stream until he mentions. Because I'm starting to get into. So I'm not getting into astrology or something, but that shit lends to some things. Oh, you're a Gemini. Oh, well, I was, I was born June 24th. So I just wanted to see. Yeah, I was born June 24th. You're a Gemini. You're really close to Kanye, dog. And Ivor says the most important thing, probably the stream if you've been with the same woman, body count is immaterial. 100, dude. Lord of mercy. Ivor is right, man. He has some very solid advice, and that is correct. You got to find the good, the right woman. It, it's, it's impossible these days. And women will tell you how impossible it is themselves. When you talk to them on their own when they're single, they'll be honest with you too. It's a hard time for everybody. It's a hard time for everybody. He said the elite would try to convince us that two and two equals five and that war is peace. Now they are trying to convince us that raping children is a way to make the world a better place. He said the R word. Even Orwell didn't think they would go that far. But if you've been paying attention to the WEF's absurd policies in recent times, you'll not be surprised. WEF policies all have one thing in common. They dehumanized men should also. This is one thing that Jesse Lee Peterson gets right. Women are sluts, men are slut makers. Don't 
make your woman a slut. Don't give her a reason to be that. Don't make her think that you're the kind of guy that's going to go out and cheat on her. And don't cheat on her. So many men cheat despite them being beta and they have a good woman or they decide not to go on a date with them or they decide not to um, just indulge the woman like from time to time to engage with the physicality with somebody else. Don't be one of those dudes anymore. The tide's going to turn. White pill, baby. Degrade and mock us. They are designed to take away all of the joys of life and inflict maximum pain. Then there is the depopulation drive, which was a conspiracy theory for a long time, but is now completely out in the open. They aren't even trying to pretend that they don't want to eliminate the majority of us. According to these two WEF goons, All religious groups are opposed to the World Economic Forum because religions want more souls and the WEF wants less. So in the session we just attended here at the Economic Forum, I think there was a sense of relief, actually, in your frankness. Um, You brought up some issues that that others are really... That's my trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Always. (laughs) All the religious groups are against me because I'm talking about population. They want more souls. I want less on the planet. (laughs) (laughs) wow at what point do we stop and say enough how many times does the world economic forum have to declare their sinister intentions before the world stops and listens klaus schwab's right-hand man yuval noah harari who has a history of saying the quiet oh the author of sapiens Oh, one of the guys on lex freeman's um beginning ap english books to read in middle school Yovel Noir Harari, the guy that they want to educate your next children. Pa, out loud, has declared that God is dead and Jesus is fake news. I mean, all this story about Jesus rising from the dead and being the son of God, this is fake news. Humans are now hackable animals. Disgusting. You know, the the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket... Lex Friedman, SSSD. According to Harari, there is no place in the modern world for traditional Christian values. It's time for the world to accept the divinity of the World Economic Forum and let go of old-fashioned social taboos. Developing even bigger powers than ever before, we are really acquiring divine powers of creation and destruction. We are really upgrading humans into gods. We are acquiring, for instance, the, the power to re-engineer life. A garage. The wickedness of the elite never seems to make a dent or have any impact on them. Why? Because they have no shame. They have no shame because they have no moral compass. They have no moral compass because they believe God is dead and they live according to the rule of do as thou wilt. This precept infests every fiber of ideology, from elections to open borders to climate change, abortion, pedophilia, you name it. I know at times it can feel dark and lonely, but the masses are waking up and the elite will not be able to take over as easily as they expected. Even the sheep are opening their eyes, which means there is hope for humanity if we continue to educate the masses. Please like this video and subscribe to this channel. Holy moly, were we just having fun and chatting until that uh that whole thing ended let's go ahead and get to um the delano squires article i want to get to let's see what this says john arch ooh, agent 47 style i like it but what about razor wire 
John Arch says, quit calling them fucking elite. OMG. And here's what Delano Squires has to say about a little bit of this. He's on Twitter. He writes for The Blaze. He's a um, prominent advocate of Jason Whitlock. He also writes op-eds. Let's go ahead and uh, wait. Hold on. Let's go back. Men's mission in 2023, protect this house. The Overton window has been moved right in front of your child's bedroom. And the year 2023 will be marked by your willingness to kick down the ladder full of people attempting to enter your home. That is why my personal theme for 2023 and message to Fearless men across the country is simple and straightforward. Protect this house. This is the tagline from a series of commercials in 2010 from Under Armour, the disruptive sports apparel company based in Baltimore. Conservatives are frequently accused of fear-mongering and inciting moral outrage about culture war issues. We're told that drag queens aren't really in schools and hospitals aren't really mutilating children. The truth is that there is a war being waged on multiple fronts by a variety of enemies who share the same goal to infiltrate our homes and capture our most prized possessions. Radical ideologues want to control our minds because they know that the most efficient way to impact what people do is to control what they think. Corporate media outlets write headlines like, quote, Transgender man gives birth to non-binary partner's baby with female sperm donor, unquote, to confuse readers and force a new reality on them. They know that if you can get a man to accept absurdities, you can also get him to commit or defend atrocities. Our enemies don't just work in the press. The Centers for Disease Control recently released a self-assessment tool to help schools gauge how, quote, inclusive they are to LGBTQ students. The public health agency that is afraid to affirm the fact that only women can get pregnant wants schools to introduce students to the, quote, gender unicorn, unquote, so they leave school more confused about their identities than when they started. The CDC's guide demonstrates how our governing institutions and schools are working in tandem to corrupt our children. The people who will suffer are the kids being told that new names, hormones, and surgeries will transform them into the opposite sex, a culture that is confused for the basics of, of human biology will have a hard time forming stable families. Unfortunately, the, the decline in morals and values in that area predates the transgender movement by decades. A hip-hop artist and producer named Akon recently offered his approval of Nick Cannon's serial pregnation campaign. Akon dismissed the idea that Cannon, who recently welcomed his 12th child, is doing damage to his kids by refusing to marry one of their mothers and raise children together under one roof. Akon also said that attending recitals for your children is a, quote, white man's thing, unquote, during a conversation with British media personality Zizi Mills. Sleeping with dozens of women and creating 
children for sport does not make an adult male a man. Celebrities like Kenan and Manosphere personalities like Andrew Tate are just as antagonistic toward the natural family as your garden variety, blue-haired, radical feminists. Young men in the West need to hear that a wife and children will give them something to both live and die for. They need to learn about duty and obligation. A stark contrast to the language of personal therapy they encounter at every turn. They need to be encouraged to think multi-generationally in a world that tells them that the God of self is the highest power in their lives. The forces of media, government, and pop culture are easy enemies to identify. One thing that is certain in 2023 is that the mission to protect our homes and families will also periodically involve fighting back against people who claim to be friends. Donald Trump remains a popular figure among conservatives. The former president released a statement on Truth Social claiming that missteps by pro-life voters and politicians were behind the 2022 midterm losses. It is true that Democrats used the fall of Roe versus Wade and abortion restrictions on the state level to galvanize their voters. It's also true that pro-life voters, especially evangelical Christians, are some of Trump's most loyal supporters. They believe that human life has inherent value regardless of age, location, e.g. inside the womb, circumstances of birth, or whether their birth mother wants the child. If being pro-MAGA means abandoning those convictions for the sake of political pragmatism, conservative Christians have to decide what they truly hold dear. The battle is raging, and millions of Americans feel like they are being attacked on all sides. How should we respond to these attacks? Under Armour made the Protect This House campaign. As a Christian, I know that protecting my house will require putting on the full armor of God. The Apostle Paul lays out everything the believer needs to do battle in the book of Ephesians 13. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. After you have done everything to stand, stand firm, then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace, in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Christians should be leading the culture into battle because we have the weapons that are required for spiritual warfare. We are called to stand firm in the face of evil, gird ourselves the truth, pursue righteousness, and use both as a sword and shield when we're engaged in combat. Unfortunately, many have defected to the other side, even though they claim to fight for Jesus. They refuse to stand firm on any issue that would earn them scorn from their culture. They run from biblical truth related to issues of sex, sexuality, marriage, and family to avoid being lumped in with all the hateful Christians who refuse to use personal pronouns or celebrate drag shows in public libraries. That type of cowardice must stay in 2022. The year is 2023. And every man is going to have to decide whether he will protect his house. The only acceptable answer is, I will. And I like that article. That's Delano Squires. You can follow him on Twitter. 
frequent contributor to the blaze. Let's go ahead and see what else I have to share tonight. I think we're getting to the DeMar Hamlin part of the show. And this one is going to be very hard to deal with. There's going to be a lot of different opinions. There's one opinion that's not being talked about anywhere. It's not being acknowledged on Twitter. Peter McCullough mentioned it on um, Tucker Carlson, Fox News. Um, Ivor might have a lot to say about this, but let's go ahead and get into this story. Most people are kind of familiar with this story. If not, I think this is the play that put it all... um, Rushed to the hospital tonight after he collapsed during the NFL's Monday night football game. Bill safety DeMar Hamlin collapsed on the field after he suffered a cardiac arrest while playing against the Cincinnati Bengals. Hamlin had just made an open field tackle on Bengals wide receiver T. Higgins when he stood up and then fell to the ground. An ambulance was brought onto the field. Hamlin is... So you're seeing about probably a 220-pound receiver hitting a 190-pound defensive back, I'm guessing, right here. Let's go ahead and watch this again. ...to the hospital tonight after he collapsed during the NFL's Monday night football game. Bill safety DeMar Hamlin collapsed on the field after he suffered a cardiac arrest while playing against the Cincinnati Bengals. Hamlin had just made an open field tackle on Bengals wide receiver T. Higgins when he stood up and then fell to the ground. An ambulance was brought onto the field. Hamlin is being treated at University Hospital in Cincinnati and at last check was in critical condition and is currently sedated. Now, the NFL announced that the game has been postponed in a statement saying in part, quote, our thoughts are with Damar and the Buffalo Bills. We will provide more information as it becomes available. Just the darkest possible story to deal with during this time. I wish this didn't happen in like a major American sport. But unfortunately, it's been happening happening worldwide, and people just are not acknowledging it. I don't understand what's happening about this because, I mean, it's been at least six to eight months where I'm watching people just drop all over soccer fields and on tennis courts, um, volleyball courts. This is like a widespread phenomenon, and people are really quick to call this Commotio carditis, which is something that doesn't really exist in American lexicon. Let's go ahead and see what any uh, chats have to say. John Arch says, oh, yeah, Jack talked about this guy yesterday. Me and Candace have a bet on it if it was the jab or the hit that dropped him. He bet jab only. I bet both. I don't know what that means. It's terrible. It's a debacle. And like I said, I believe the only other person to have this happen to them, that's been documented, put on paper, happened in 1971, and that person died. And it's hard to believe that it would happen again due to just basic health, uh, people's personal habits, the fact that you could drink whiskey on the sidelines of the NFL in 1971. There's... I don't know. I don't know, man. Ivor really thinks it was the hit, though. He really, really does think that. I found this very interesting video from Grunge. I think this was posted up today. But the eerie Damar Hamlin interview that keeps resurfacing. Damar Hamlin's mid-game collapse has rocked the world of sports. And now fans have dug up an eerie old interview, one that shines a whole new light on the past few days. 
The January 2nd, 2023 Monday night football game came to a shocking and scary end after 24-year-old DeMar Hamlin, the 80s, though, the Iver, Bills, 40 years later. And suffered a cardiac arrest during the first quarter of the game. Hamlin tackled T. Higgins after the latter made a 13-yard catch and momentarily got to his feet before falling back to the ground. He immediately received several minutes of CPR while surrounded by players from both teams. Cameras captured everything, and social media channels quickly exploded with questions, prayers, and concern. After the procedure restarted Hamlin's heart, he was driven off the field in an ambulance and transported to the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. The Bills released an update early Tuesday morning stating Hamlin was receiving further testing and treatment and that he was currently sedated and listed in critical condition. Meanwhile, gameplay was suspended before the game itself was indefinitely postponed. There are no plans at this time to resume the game, which ended with six minutes remaining within the first quarter and the Bengals leading the Bills 7-3. to According to NFL Executive Vice President of Personnel Troy Vincent, a five-minute warm-up period expected to resume play that was mentioned by ESPN during its live broadcast never existed. He said, it never crossed our mind to talk about warming up to resume play. That's ridiculous. That's insensitive. A video of a One Bills live interview with DeMar Hamlin from earlier in the season has gone viral since the incident. Hamlin had been discussing a neck injury sustained by his friend and Bills teammate Dane Jackson. One Twitter user noted, This conversation where Damar Hamlin talks about cherishing every moment really hits the feels and puts life into perspective. We just have to keep praying and being positive. Hamlin and Jackson had first played college football together at the University of Pittsburgh. In the interview, he described the DB prayer they did every Wednesday, adding, You never know when, like, the last day could be that you get in a experience something like this, you know, so I'm just, I'm cherishing it every moment I can. He went on to describe the difficulty of seeing Jackson get injured and removed from the field and then having to immediately go back to playing the game at hand. He said, it's like real-life stuff going on. Life is bigger than football. That neck injury was Jackson's second to the season. He spent the night in the hospital and was released the next day. According to a statement released by the Bills, it was quickly determined that there had been no major injury to Jackson's neck or spinal cord. Tamar Hamlin and Dane Jackson discussed their history together in an interview with reporter Matty Glab on the web series Coffee with the Bills. The two athletes are from the same side of Pittsburgh, and their high school football teams actually played each other in a scrimmage. Jackson was a year ahead of Hamlin at the University of Pittsburgh and started playing for the Bills a year before Hamlin was recruited. And Hamlin described Jackson as... You sound like a conspiracy like, theorist, the Iver. What to do, what not to do. Um, just also the same process as being yeah. here. After correctly answering several trivia questions about one another, including first jobs and favorite foods, they responded to a question about the best part of being Bills teammates. Jackson noted their history together, saying that you went to the same college and now you're on the same NFL team. Like mm -hmm. that's stuff people dream of. You know, like they talk about that as little as little kids. Hamlin agreed, explaining it's really like something you, you couldn't even dream of. It's like straight out of a book for real, for real. All right, guys, we are winding down to the final third of the show. Don't you worry. We got at least 20 more minutes of content. But Peter McCullough has something to say about this on Tucker Carlson right away. So I would be remiss if I did not address that and just put it on, put it on blast. Um, everybody right now, make sure you hit the like, comment, the share, subscribe on the Cosmic Show. My main channel is youtube.com at American Unhinged Radio. Oh, American Unhinged Radio is my main YouTube channel. We are dealing with a, a two-week ban but in the meantime, you can watch The Cosmic Show, www.youtube.com slash at The Cosmic Show, you know, no, wait, no, at Cosmic Marauder, but it's it's The Cosmic Show. You guys, you guys know what I'm trying to say. 
I'm a little uh, buzzed right now. Holy shit. Iver said it was acknowledged on Pat McAfee's podcast. <laughs> Pat McAfee is kind of cool. He's the coolest NFL kicker in history. That's an e- that's an easy one. Here's Scott Moorefield on Twitter. Cardiologist Dr. Peter McCullough discusses his findings with Tucker Carlson. So as you've said multiple times. Let's go to full screen this. And it's worth saying because it's a sign of respect for the man tonight in the hospital. We don't know that why DeMar Hamlin collapsed last night. But at the same time, there are concerns about cases like this. Young athletes collapsing on the field of heart problems. And there has been a dramatic increase in this. You're not imagining it. So what is this? Cardiologist Peter McCullough and researcher Pangus Polycritus looked into this trend in Europe, European sports leagues. They found that prior to COVID and the COVID-19 vaccines, there were roughly 29 cardiac arrests in those European sports leagues per year. Since the vax campaign began, there have been more than 1,500 total cardiac arrests in those leagues. And two-thirds of those were fatal. Does that prove something? We don't know. But you should know that. Dr. Peter McCullough is a cardiologist. He's also the author of Courage to Face COVID-19. He joins us tonight to assess. Doctor, thank you so much for coming on. So this is one of those phenomena that people who use social media... Peter McCullough was banned on Twitter, YouTube, many other places. Just so people know, this is a bit of a redemption arc or something. I don't know. Did Elon let him back on? I don't know who lot of them back on, but it, it's amazing it's happening. Videos of it floating around, but I don't know when the last time I heard, if ever, an American public health authority address this directly and tell people, what is this? Is this real? Tell us your findings from your actual study on this. The concern here is that athletes at a professional level, Tucker, are carefully screened for underlying heart disease. The leading cause of sudden death on the playing field is hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. The athletes are screened for this. Uh, There are rare conditions, genetic abnormalities in heart rhythm uh, that can present. Uh, But sudden cardiac death should be a very unusual phenomenon. And as your report indicates, it's extremely unusual in the NFL since the high level of scrutiny. There's a differential diagnosis that doctors go through when this happens, I watched it live and then I watched the replay as a cardiologist. To me, it looked like he made a hard tackle. There was head and neck uh, impact, but he got up, he clapped his hands, and then he fell over backwards. It looked like a primary cardiac arrest. Everything that was done on the field looked perfect. I think the duration of CPR resuscitation is going to be in a window where he can have neurologic recovery. Uh, the issue is what caused it. And the concern based on our research is that COVID-19 can cause myocarditis or heart damage. The heart damage in some cases can be asymptomatic and the initial presentation can be a cardiac arrest. There's other things in the differential, genetic abnormalities of heart rhythm disturbance, hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, uh, a spinal cord type of interaction with the heart. But I think the leading concern here is vaccine-induced myocarditis, if indeed he's taking Holy shit. He said it. He said it. He said jab-induced myocarditis. The Bill's doctors and the current doctors at University of Cincinnati Medical Center have a public health obligation to tell us if he's taking the vaccine. 
I think that, I think that's that's fair um, in the coming days. Now, the CDC, it seems oh, to no. me, since the absolute numbers of heart incidents among young people are dramatically up across the that's West, a strike. the CDC, as far as I know, has not been honest enough to address this. They sent out a tweet the other day saying, you know, you may be struggling with blood clots if you're a young athlete. I don't remember athletes struggling with young blood clots. It seems to me like they're trying to tell us this is normal. Is it normal for young athletes to have life-threatening blood clots? We should never have our agencies try to normalize side effects. The FDA says the vaccines cause myocarditis and heart damage. Autopsy studies show it can be and is fatal. The same is true for blood clots and neurologic damage. Our agencies should be protecting the health of Americans, and safety is job one. I'm disappointed that they're minimizing it. Yeah. I mean, I think honesty is a prerequisite for trust. When people are honest, you can trust them. But when they lie to you consistently, you can't. Um, so we appreciate your coming on tonight. Dr. Peter McCullough, thank you. <laughs> Ivor hates Tucker. I wonder why Tucker, or Tucker, I mean Ivor. <laughs> I called Ivor Tucker right now because he got triggered. I know Ivor got triggered right there. John R. says side effects are just more customer support for the medical industry. All right, everybody. I think we are hitting the. Um, let's see. I think we're hitting the uh, palate cleanser part of the show tonight. Uh, Mars bars is going to be into this one. Have you guys heard the theory that Marmar Gaddafi killed Princess Diana? Whatever, Ivor. Alex Jones is based. We're talking about. Um, <laughs> we're trying to get to the palate cleanser where. Uh, Sean Atwood is a guy who spent time, I think, in British prison for trafficking party drugs. And now he's out a true crime podcaster. But he talked to somebody who suggested that Muammar Gaddafi uh, offed Princess Diana. This is a short, when I say short, like under one minute. So this is the first part of the palate cleanser. Like, comment, share, subscribe, people. Immediately after Diana died with Jodie, the first version was that it was a hit by the Libyans because Mohammed Fayed and Jodie always wore clip-on ties and were surrounded by security. And the rumor was that he had, and I'm sure this is just a rumor, by the way, but I'm telling it nevertheless because it explains uh, his conduct, that that the rumor was, and he knew about this rumor, by the way, that, that he had got the money to buy Harrods, not from the Sultan of Brunei, not anything to do with the Sultan of Brunei, but from Muammar Gaddafi. What do you guys think about that one, huh? Did Muammar Gaddafi kill Princess Diana? Immediately after that. Sorry, trying to pause that. I want to get to some chats right now. We also have one more palate cleanser that's like a super, um, I think it's like late 80s, kind of just a day in the life of a Coney Island <laughs> train commute. Let's see what happens. 
Jar says, if these people are actual aliens, let them kill each other. Humanity does not need them. Everybody's talking about aliens right now. I don't know why. I think there's some chats I can't see because of my own filters. But anyway, let's get to um, the final video of the night. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty buzzed right now. Oh, Ivor says, no, a drunk Frenchman killed her. It's not difficult. How did all the paparazzi and the MI5s and the CIA all just happen to be there, Ivor? Huh? That's too convenient. Mars Bars and I have a lot to say about this. Somebody offed Princess Diana. I have to say it. Come on. Come on, people. It happened. Train ride to Coney Island in 1987. That's the final video of the night. Like, comment, share. Listen hey, on the audio I'm only. I'm like going out of my skull. I should be here any second. Yeah. Well, meet us there. Where? Coney Island. Did you call Albert? Yeah, he'll meet me on the train. What are you going to do? Meet him on the first car? Car? Yeah. Hello, you mermaid, you. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot they were here. Yes, not me. Michael got so antsy that he went on and got on the train. Yeah, so What's up, user? Palette cleanser, baby. Let's get on the Survivor. Transy. Oh. <laughs> There's 
There's one back then. Okay. I'm sorry, am I right? Well, she has a prince symbol. Wait, that bitch had a prince symbol. What is that? Is that like a Coptic cross? I don't know. trip. But see, these are really webbed. Oh, yeah. I should have done a pedicure. It's a rainbow shit. <laughs> that is interesting, John Arch. I didn't even watch this before. freshman college chick like or is that a dude I don't what is happening on Coney Island in 1987 oh, <laughs> this is very oh it's a dude I thought it was like a Grace Jones situation. Oh my goodness. I did not expect this. What a mess. Who lets their kids ride these trains? Oh, that train was about 24 
we I had like three or four training pads. Sorry, guys. Terrible coughing spell. Yeah, it's a really obnoxious way to end it. Sorry, I like died of a cough halfway through there and had to hit the, <laughs> you know, uh, mute button a little bit late there. But thank you, everybody, for joining me. Everybody on the audio only, I really spree- uh, really appreciate y'all right now. Ban off my main. I will go ahead and link it on my Buzzsprout, but you can also find me, you know, www.youtube.com slash at Cosmic Rotter, capital C, capital M. That leads you to the Cosmic Show. So we will go ahead and update all that. Have a good night, everybody. Have a good night. Peace. Hasta luego.